Welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talks with me, Elise 5000. What's good, y'all? So, in today's episode, we're going to be discussing how circumstances don't matter. Only your state of being matters. Let me say it again. Your circumstances do not matter. Only your state of being. I actually got this information from Bashar, who I went to see in Vegas. Totally amazing experience. Been following Bashar since 2014. And his concepts really helped me out a lot because I, I was just like, it just was so new to me. And, and it took a while for it to kind of program. And I'm still learning. Like I'm still trying to program myself. But the point is, what state of being do you prefer? Choose and then behave that way. Bashar says this is one of the most strongest, most centering statements you can make for yourself. So basically, circumstances don't matter, only my state of being matters is a mantra. You can actually, you can actually say that to yourself. You can say, you know, whenever a situation goes, goes wrong or whenever a situation happens, you can say, you know what, my circumstances don't even matter. Only my state of being matters. And then what's my state of being? Well, your state of being should be whatever you prefer. What do you prefer? Like, okay, this happened to you. It's not what you prefer. Just act like what you prefer is happening, like right now. Some people actually naturally do this, and we call them delusional. We're like, you're so delusional because you know you are broke and you're acting like you have a million dollars in the bank. Actually, they're on point, and you're the one that needs to clean your vibration up a little bit, you know? And that's why I say you know, hanging around toxic people is probably one of the worst things you can do for yourself because they always want to point out what you ain't got, what you ain't doing, what you don't have, you know, to make so that you can't get into the, the right state of being. If I if, if you're always telling me something bad about myself or what I ain't doing, what I ain't got or who I ain't, what I can't do, how am I supposed to manifest that if I'm always thinking about or if I'm always putting attention on lack. So one of the first steps towards manifesting what you prefer and to, is, to, is to get into the right state of being. And you cannot do that around toxic people. You just cannot, you know. And sometimes these people are in your family. And, and in fact, most times these people are in your family. So a lot of times that's why they say, you know, uh, in the Bible that a prophet has no honor in his own country or a prophet isn't accepted in his own hometown. You feel me? Only in his hometown and in his own house is a prophet without honor. So Jesus actually performed his first miracle away from his family. He had to leave because they was always reminding him, oh, you're, you're just Jesus, you know, you're just whatever. And he was like, no, I'm God. <laughs> he was trying to tell him like, no, let me leave because they are toxic and <laughs> I can't do what I got to do around these people. Like... <laughs> For real, for real. I just totally made that up. Like, I don't know if that's what really happened, but I'm just saying I I assume that that's what happened, you know, but <laughs> yo, Luke 4, 24, truly I tell you, no prophet is accepted in his own hometown. Bro, what you saying? But I digress. You know, this, the, this episode is about how circumstances don't matter, only say to being matters. This is not a don't hang around toxic people episode, but... Your state of being is highly influenced by the people that you are around, that you surround yourself with. So that is why I just had to, to bring that up. But back to the topic, circumstances don't matter, only your state of being, right? You know, it's one thing to hear me say this, but actually when you say it aloud, 
like out loud, it takes on a more real meaning. So say it with me. Come on, let's let's say this thing. Let's say it together. Circumstances don't matter. Only my state of being matters. All right, now let's do it with excitement, but while also staying calm at the same time. Let's go. Circumstances don't matter. Only my state of being matters. Repeat. Circumstances don't matter. Only my state of being matters. Very good. Like keep doing that. Like in your in your mind though, without me, like later after the book, <laughs> after the podcast. So yeah, so Bashar says that when you say this to yourself in your own vibrational voice, you start to listen like subconsciously, you know, because by making this statement, you're voicing a message from the higher self in language that the physical mind understands. So it's a mantra, basically. It's an affirmation and it's a mantra. And so the key is to really embed this into your subconscious mind. You see, a lot of people don't know that your brain is like an iceberg. It's 10% conscious. The rest is unconscious. That's 90%. So mantras are, imp are important. You know, you can... you program yourself, take control of your mind by using mantras, you know, repetitively so that it becomes 90% of your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind controls your beliefs, your emotions, your habits, your values, your reactions, your long-term memory, your imagination, and your intuition. So the key is to reprogram your subconscious mind. That is literally the key. And there's actually a book called by Dr. Joseph Murphy called Programming Your Subconscious Mind or The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. I read this like in 2009. But I mean, it was kind of like deep for me at that time. So I was just like, uh, what, am I, what am I reading? I gave the book to somebody. But yeah, your imagination, identifications, cultural paradigms, defense mechanisms, perception of self, associations, creativity, fears, your patterns, your values, all that, your tastes, it's in your subconscious mind. Now, your conscious mind is like your behaviors, your goals, your plans, your methods, your thoughts, your logic, your willpower, but, but your strategies, your decisions, but everything, the automatic part is your subconscious mind. And so you want to activate that. You know, your conscious mind, the 10% analyzes, thinks and plans, short-term memory. Subconscious mind, long-term memory, emotions and feelings, habit patterns, relationship patterns, addictions, involuntary body functions, like your heart beating, creativity, or you like taking a poo. That's involuntary. Your creativity even comes from your subconscious mind. Developmental stages, spiritual connection, intuition, that's subconscious. So, you know, people, there's a thing in this realm called mind control. And I believe religion is mind control. Now, this is my, I believe that I'm getting so off topic. I don't even know how, but I, I mean, I just felt so betrayed when I, when I learned that like religion was mind control. I was so mad. I was like, no, how dare you program my mind this way? I, I, I want to be the boss of my mind. There's people out here. They're bots. They are empty. They're being mind controlled. They'll tell you, oh, you know, this is this and this is this. And they didn't even research it. They just go on by what somebody told them. And I just really feel like, why would you do that? Tree of life, not tree of knowledge of good and evil. I mean, literally in Genesis, it says, God said, don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. What is the knowledge of good and evil? Isn't that like what someone else told you? 
I mean, we get the word knowledge in there. We're like, oh no, God doesn't want us to know stuff. Well, yeah, that's true. God doesn't want you to know what other people said is true. He wants you to rely on your own intuition. You, he wants you to be in control of your own mind. God is consciousness. We talked about this in the You Are God um, episode, but God is consciousness. So whose consciousness are you? Are you your own or are you just running a script of somebody else? Are you inside of somebody else's program? Are you inside the matrix? Are you your own person? Are you real or are you a bot programmed by somebody else? Were you programmed by the world or are you your own person? Do you eat from the tree of life or do you eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? This girl was arguing with me today on Instagram. I left a, a comment under the post where this guy was talking about how great his fiance is. And I just left a comment. I said, seems like she's the table, the chairs. You know how when guys say, what do you bring to the table? Anyway, I just, I left a comment and I said, she seems like she's the table, the chairs, the forks, knives, spoons. And I, I you know, I praised her and then people got mad and this lady got mad at me and she commented back. She was like, the man is the head of the house and <laughs> and the woman is underneath the man. And and anyway, I said, who told you that? Like, that's cool. But who told you? Who told you that? And she was like, the Bible. And I'm like, clearly this is a, this is a bot because Paul said that. And Paul isn't Jesus. Isn't Jesus like the savior of the world? So everything in the Bible isn't isn't God, <laughs> okay? Literally, Apostle Paul wrote 14 books. Literally, humans made the Bible up, <laughs> like humans, which humans are God. Yes, I said that. Uh, the universe is mental. We are God. Yes, we are. That's the whole point of the knowledge of good and evil. We're all gods here. We all have something to contribute, but you don't have to do something you don't want to do. Like if something doesn't sound right, then it's probably not right for you. Now, the women, you know, being below the men, that worked for the men of the patriarchy. That worked for them. Does it work for the women? Not necessarily. I don't think Oprah would be in the billionaire category if she had been listening to Stedman because he ain't he doesn't have a billion dollars. But but Oprah does. I think if Rihanna had been listening, you know, to her husband, which she does not have. Do you really think that she'd be in the billionaire category? Not necessarily. Let's let's name all the female billionaires and let's see if they're the head of the household or who's the head of the household. Like if there's some guy telling them what to do. I'm just saying I'm just playing a devil's advocate here. <laughs> I'm not trying to talk down on patriarchy. Okay, yes, I am. I am. I don't like it. I think it's wrong. I think it's stupid. I think it's misguided. This is me, what I think. This is my opinion. I think I think husband and wives should be equal. And I think, you know, if you if you like that S&M thing, like if you want to be the submissive, cool, that's for you. But don't be putting me in it. I don't do that. I don't like that. I don't even, okay, it's like for me, maybe I'm dominant. Maybe that's what that is. Maybe I like to be dominant, but sometimes I like to be dumb. You know what? That's personal. This is getting too personal. <laughs> but the point is, I don't necessarily like to be dominated with like, I don't like guys telling me what to do. And that has been a big problem with boyfriends, me getting close to guys. I don't like it because once you start getting close to them, they feel like they could tell you what to do with your money and like with your career. You know, I've heard, you know, I just don't want to be a slave. I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, I think that that sounds like slavery to me, the whole marriage situation. That's just me. Am I, will I get married? Maybe, maybe I will. Do I want to be right now? No. No, I don't. I do not want someone telling me what to do. 
I want to discover who I am. That's like right now I'm on this process of discovery. Know thyself, right? Now, am I saying that you can't know yourself when you're married? That's no. You can know yourself. Here's what Akhenaten said about knowing thyself. Know thyself as the pride of his creation, the link uniting divinity and matter. Behold a part of God himself within thee. Remember thine own dignity, nor dare descend to evil or meanness. Okay, Akhenaten. If I were to say this quote, I would say, know thyself as the pride of her creation, the link uniting divinity and matter. Behold a part of the goddess herself within thee. Remember thine own dignity, nor dare to descend to evil or meanness. But the point is, is that I'm trying to discover myself and I don't even think I can do that. Like I had to, um, I had to, to block some, my, you know, closest friend, actually. I did. I had to do that because our relationship was too close and she was preventing me from growth, knowing myself. You know, I would, I wanted to discover certain things and she'd be like, that's bad. That's the devil. That's, that's not true. And I'm like, look, I gotta, we have to split up. Okay. Because I'm trying to grow and develop and I can't have you telling me I'm a devil worshiper for exploring occult knowledge, for wanting to know the truth about the nature of reality. Everything is not a demon. Amen Ra is not a demon. Like, no, I want to expand. So even close friendships, but <laughs> Getting back to the marriage thing, uh, I like what Oprah said about the reason why she's not married. Oprah says this, in 1993, the moment after I said yes to his proposal, I had doubts. I realized I didn't actually want a marriage. I wanted to be asked. I wanted to know that he felt I was worthy of being his missus, but I didn't want the sacrifices, the compromises, the day in, day out commitment required to make a marriage work. My life with the show was my priority and we both knew it. And she also added, he and I agree that had we tied the knot, we would not still be together. Winfrey says she has a spiritual partnership with Graham, one where her partner was able to create an identity and purpose outside of being Oprah's man. Also, she said, no, no, basically. <laughs> she know what's up. She said, um, she thought he was a player. She's like, I thought he was nice enough, but I wasn't that impressed. He was polite, yes, and kind. Sort of the guy who sits with an ailing friend, tall and handsome, faux show, but actually too handsome. And I thought to be interested in me, I figured he must be a player. And so did all my producers. They warned me not to get involved with that Stedman guy. So she see, she has a belief that, you know, men ain't loyal. And are humans loyal in general? Yeah. You're, you're taking a chance, but it's an even greater chance when dealing with males. I can just, I can tell you that. But to be positive, you know, all is mine and we're manifesting. So, but I, I mean, I'm just saying, see where she came from. Winfrey said that the show required 17 hour work days. She would return home to her dogs and to Graham. She said her partner let her be who she needed to be in the world. See, husbands don't do that. They think they own you. They think they own you. And I want to be who I want to be in the world. Like, I want to be who I need to be in the world. And even with boyfriends, I just feel like I can't even do that. Like, I feel like a certain type of enmeshment where I just prefer to be on my own. Like, I, like I said, I had to, you know, cut off contact with a friend just because there became some 
enmeshment. Oprah says Stedman is never demanding anything from her, like where's my breakfast, where's my dinner. She said never any of that, which I believed would have changed had we married. Right. I feel the same way. She also added, no question about it, we would not stay married because of what that would have meant to him, and I would have had my own ideas about it. She also noted she once considered having children with Graham. At one point in Chicago, I bought an additional apartment because I was thinking, well, if we get married, I'm going to need room for children. But that never that never happened because her show is her children. Her show is her children. You know what I mean? And that's that's another thing. Guys think that they can they are. It's a put down to be like, you're single. Like, dude, it's not a put down. A lot of women are miserable um, up in the house with y'all having to cook and clean and have sex and uh, pick up the kids and bathe them and still have a job. And it's kind of exhausting. And I kind of don't have the energy for it. Well, for the traditional type of thing or for these guys with the patriarchal mindset. Do I want a guy to pay? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I do. I'm working on myself. I'm, I'm trying to think like, okay, if I'm not going to be, if I'm a, like a feminist... Do they pay or do I pay? No, I don't pay because I have a period and I bleed monthly. That means I don't pay. So, oh yeah. And that girl I was arguing with on Instagram, she called me a Becky for not liking patriarchy. Literally, why is, I'm not, a, I don't really think I'm a feminist because I, I need dudes to pay for the date. So I'm not finna just be like, I'm gonna pay, I'm gonna pay. I don't do that. I don't do that. But just because I was like, yo, who told you that about the man being the head and then you go to your man and then he goes to God? Like, no, honey, you are God, baby. Like, so she called me a freaking Becky. That is so, like, racist. <laughs> She's racist. Anyway, circumstances don't matter. Only your state of being matters. Say it with me. Circumstances don't matter. Only my state of being matters. Again, circumstances don't matter. Only my state of being matters. So anytime you find yourself in doubt and fear, confused, whatever, stop and say to yourself, out loud, out loud, literally, if it's really, really important to you to have the reality you prefer, to have your preference, go ahead and say it out loud. Stop and say, Circumstances don't matter. Only my state of being matters. What state of being do I prefer? Then choose. And as you choose, behave. Behave that way towards the circumstances. You will be so amazed at how quickly the circumstance you don't prefer will evaporate and will turn into the circumstance that you do prefer. And you will take people off guard. At the very least, they'll think you're crazy, but then you won't have to deal with their toxic behind anymore anyway. So one way or another, that statement will help create the bubble of the reality that you prefer. It helps transform your vibration. That statement shifts your vibration. So basically you're shifting to different parallel realities moment to moment. And that statement will shift you from one track, one reality to the next reality, the reality that you actually prefer. So any vibration that's incompatible with your preference is eliminated. So that statement is one of the most strongest centering statements you could make. It's magic. Circumstances don't matter. Only my state of being matters. Which state of being do I prefer? Boom, choose. Circumstances don't matter. Only your state of being matters. Which state of being do you prefer? Choose. Yeah. Behave that way. Whichever state of being you prefer, 
behave that way. That's really all there is to it. And with that, I appreciate you guys for listening. If you haven't subscribed yet to the podcast, please do so. So you can be updated when I post new episodes because seriously, I got a lot of cool stuff coming and I'm super, super excited. And so with that, as always, peace and hair grease, boo-boo. Mwah. Yeah, I'm driving slow in the fast lane. Chop a spoon, pop a coating. I make them haul at them blue things. I make them call on my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My vibe is like drugs, you know I got the